It's Luke and Naomi. <laughs> okay, welcome to episode 48. Luke and Naomi on air featuring Naomi's Under a Rock reviews. This one, an extra long, extra drawn out version of Braveheart. So long. So long. So long. I'm not sure Naomi realized how long it was until after we hit play and it was like, oh, Okay, well, we're up late tonight. It, yeah, it's after we hit pause a few times where I was taking notes and I looked at the screen and saw, we still have two hours to go? Oh, no. I remember the one hour left, Mark, and I was like, oh, man, that's going to be a good hour and a half with the note taking. Not that mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with the note taking because that gives us the show. Right. But that definitely adds some time. So we've got a, a, nice, uh, a nice review of Braveheart coming up. Probably keep the rest of the show a little bit light so we can get right into the brave heart and uh you know and also so i can take a nap because i'm absolutely exhausted it's been a it's been a long short week well it's just the fact of staying up way too late to watch this movie and then you know working all day now yeah. i'm tired yeah, it's we, nap time I mean, way past our bedtime last yeah. night for sure uh i am extra tired today too i had to drive all over town about eight different times so uh just the traffic is so stupid here so i'm just absolutely over that for the day but uh we still had a pretty solid weekend yeah of course we always do memorial day weekend here was uh rainy and cloudy the whole weekend so i looked at the forecast for like the entire country because i was kind of curious how everybody else was dealing with their uh, memorial day weekend and every place was like sunny and beautiful and warm and you know North and South South Carolina were just like, hey, rain all weekend, cold, terrible, windy, just awful. I still maintain that it wasn't cold. It was cold. It was like 74 degrees, and Naomi was like, I'm freezing. At one point, the wind was chilly, and it was cloudy and damp. A that makes brisk it cold. 72. It was awful. <laughs> Miserable. So, I mean, thankfully, it didn't rain the whole weekend, but it was definitely cloudy all weekend. I don't think we saw the sun. Until Tuesday morning when we went back to work. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, still made the most of it. Had had a decent memorial. I mean, it, you know, we've had more exciting Memorial Day weekends, I think. Yes. But uh, had a decent one. Kind of did the rainy day thing on Saturday. Just yeah, stayed nothing. In, indoors all day. That was the worst part is waking up Sunday going, hey, it's Saturday. We still have quite a lot of weekend left. And Luke going, oh, it's Sunday. Yeah. Shut up. I remember no. the realization in your eyes when when uh, you realized that. It was just, oh, anyway. We, we didn't still had do fun. anything yesterday. Went How to, did a day go by? <laughs> we, we did. Um, watched a couple of movies. Yes. And started the uh, Secrets of the Elephants show from National Geographic. That's on that's Disney+. Right. Plus, yes. Which is awesome. If you love elephants, highly recommend it. We're halfway through it. We're halfway through what's available for it anyway. Yeah. And uh, it's it's. It's awesome. I love the elephants, so this is fantastic. But uh, Sunday, we had a birthday party we went to, and then we ended up coming back and doing some cooking out, even though there was no sun. There was still, That's right. Uh, there was still no rain, so we were able to hang out and use one of the little, I don't know what to call them, state park grills is what I refer it, to them as. That's basically what they are, so. Yeah, you know, when you go to like, grills. the public beach and they've got the charcoal grill on the pedestal. I don't believe I've ever used one of those in my life until really? this last weekend. Well, I mean, I've always... You know, with the camping, showed up with a grill or something along those lines. or been They're with somebody. not bad. They're, it's nice to have available. Yeah, easy peasy, you know, for real. We had that good uh, smoked, uh, smoked, not smoked, uh, what was it, pecan. Pecan wood charcoal. Yeah. Which I don't really think 
the flavor came through too much. No, I didn't taste any uh, pecan at all. Not like no. if you were using the actual wood to smoke something, which would have been awesome. But that's for another but time. But we improvised. We dealt with what we had. Absolutely. We made it work. Uh, still killed it. Burgers and dogs. Yep. And, uh, I mean, that really was it. A couple of beers, and we just kind of relaxed and hung out for the weekend because no beach in it. No, no. It has not been a beachy summer yet. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out about it. But anyway, that gave us some time for uh, Naomi to, to flex her kitchen skills again with a couple of charcuterie boards. If you haven't seen them, they're on Luke and Naomi on air on Facebook page. Absolutely knocked it out of the park with both of them. I try to, you know, whenever I get bored and I just get that itch and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? What do we got in the fridge? Let's make a charcuterie board. Food art. That's right. That's your niche. Yeah, that's, that is uh, <laughs> the one skill I got. I can make food look pretty. Uh, you know, it really though. And it really is just organizing the food. When you think about it, it's like my OCD kicks in. Look at I'm going to make this colorful and I'm going to make these in lines. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. It's perfect lines. You know, nicely organized colors are spread out. These are going to be over here like this. But the cool thing about it is, if you look, you'll see the one charcuterie board with the cheese and the vegetables and all that stuff. Yeah. All of that is just stuff we have in the house that Naomi, you know, cut up to size and organized to look pretty. Yeah. And it's it's ba it's basically like the impulse lane in the grocery store. You know what I mean? Where that's how they get things to move, or they'll put it out in the on the. Uh, discount rack or what have you right absolutely so we literally just ate the things we had that we didn't go buy anything fancy which was nice because those boards can get expensive when you're actually buying stuff for them it, yeah for sure but it's a genius way to clean up a bunch of the stuff that we have sitting around the house here eat this will you yeah let me here, organize it's on it a fancy. board and it's in front of your face all day so just nibble on it as you go about your business i absolutely love it you eat with your eyes you know right yeah. so those nice pretty boards are fantastic Yep. And then after a couple of beers, she broke out the chocolate and threw that all together, which was just... S'mores board. Here comes diabetes. Yeah, I felt so sick after <laughs> uh, just that, just that in general. I didn't even eat that many s'mores, but it was just so much chocolate on top of grilling and all, and some beer in there too. It was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fantastic go. though. You got to oh. check out the s'mores charcuterie board because this had... Uh, let me see if I can remember everything. We had Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, of course. That's a staple for us. Yes. Um, York Peppermint Patties. Naomi yep. likes those. There was a couple of ramekins of peanut butter and jelly, because why not? Because they go on the graham crackers. That's right. Uh, the graham crackers, of course. Yep. The marshmallows. Yep. Then we had the Ghirardelli squares that were... The hell were they? Caramel. Just caramel, right? It wasn't mm -hmm. anything. Caramel was and sea salt. The sea salt. That's what it Fancy. was. It was the sea salt caramel. And then I feel like there's one more that I'm forgetting. Mm -hmm. What was it? You're forgetting two things. So you're forgetting the um, chocolate toffee that's and what, sea salt. Yes, those were good. Yeah. And then um, blueberries were on there just yep. because might not have a little bit of fruit. Yeah. You know, makes it... They fill up space good, you know. I just like throwing them on board. <laughs> they here, do. cover up this mess here. Oh, look, there's a, there's a gap I need to fill. Yes, Blueberry blueberries. What, uh, they also the did that with almonds. Yes, yep. there were some almonds on there too. And brownies. See, you can't we forget eat healthy. the brownies, yeah. The brownies were not healthy. <laughs> so the brownies are this discovery. I don't know where she found the recipe, but now we found no idea. this recipe recently. It's got 
are they what are they called espresso brownies or something? Yes. So basically, she makes coffee and puts that in the in the brownies. Yeah. In layman's terms, it's much more uh, labor intensive than that. It really is for what you're making. It's a it is a, a long recipe because you basically like simmer this coffee until it's more of a coffee concentrate. You know, which to get awesome. into the brownies, which yeah is great because then you get a little bit of coffee flavor and a lot of caffeine. Um, but it was a lot more work than I expected. A little tasty, bit. They take so. a while. But they're freaking delicious. Some of the best brownies, if not the best brownies I have ever had. So uh, that helped. Yeah, it that, does. They don't fit on a s'mores the best, but you just squish them right down in there and everything works well, eventually. Well, and that's what, you know, we had the two ramekins with the peanut butter and the, the jam. Like, that's that helps. You put the graham cracker, you put some peanut butter on there, and that helps squish down that it's like brownie. A, like a brick mortar, you know? Yeah, you know, there, there's you an art form to all of this. <laughs> yes. You gotta have the art for it. That's I forgot perfect. the marshmallow. Dang it! That's gotta go on there too. Yeah, gotta make it a s'more. Just roast up another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, in case you're wondering, we roasted the marshmallows in the house. Naomi yes. has a marshmallow roasting uh, little unit that has special. It's sterno, right? Yeah. But it's special sterno for food. It's called s'mores heat. Yes, I believe. So it's if you, meant uh, for s'mores indoors. If you really want to do the s'mores indoors yourselves, look for the s'mores heat sterno. Works great, and it really does work great too. So that's pretty much it. That was that was our weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, some then s'mores, back at it. bunch of brownies, some beers and grilling, and then uh, and then back to the sunshine. <laughs> Basically, I, I swear to God, we woke up Tuesday morning, sunny, beautiful, blue skies, warm, gorgeous. Absolutely. Where the During hell were the you week? all weekend. During the week, it's been beautiful. During the weekend, it's been rainy, miserable. Really crazy. I hate when the weather gets like that. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. It does it on purpose. It does it, it on purpose. It knows. Pr- That's it. I'm taking a week off just to enjoy the weather during the week. There you go. All right. So that's about it for the for the weekend, which will move us right along into the random facts of the week, your weekly dose of did you know? And here we go. You know what the Heisman Trophy is, right? Yes. Okay. Did you know the Heisman Trophy was named after a football coach from the early 1900s named John? Okay. John Heisman. Yeah. Uh, His biggest contribution to the game was having the center snap the ball to the quarterback. Before that, the center just left it on the ground. Here you go. All yours, Really? I don't... I honestly don't know. I don't know that I've seen footage that old or pictures or been described the game in the early 1900s pretty crazy Hmm. though yeah did you know in the original myth pandora didn't open a box she opened a jar hmm uh pandora's box comes from just bad translation that stuck huh i like it better than pandora's jar though pandora's jar although you know like unscrewing the cap of a jar kind of a little bit seems to Give it more of a feeling than a box opening up, but what do I know? Pandora's box is a jar. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know the first satellite images on Google Maps were not taken by satellites? They were taken by planes. Okay, I can see that, yeah. And satellite view was almost labeled bird mode. <laughs> it kind of seems neat, but it just sounds stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think of like bird's eye view. Yeah, bird's eye view, right? Yeah. So bird mode, I mean, it would have been fine. We, we all would have lived. You're squawking in the background. That's the other birds. But it's just goofy. Did you know White Castle was founded in Wichita, Kansas in 1921? No, I did not know that. Wouldn't you have guessed East Coast? I would have guessed East Coast. I don't know why. 
I guess I never really thought that much into it. New Jersey, Pennsylvania. White Castle. Who cares? You do not like White Castle. I hate White Castle. Naomi does not. We drove by a White Castle. She started cussing in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate for White Castle. Uh, You'd think I'd had, like, bad service or something, but no. You think you've ever even been there? No, no. I've never actually been to a White Castle. I've I gotten try food it. from a White Castle, but I've never actually been to the building. I no. want to uh, go to a White Castle and try. I've never had White Castle that I remember anyway. So We are not wasting our money on that. I, no way. I, I, if someone I, gives you White Castle, you can absolutely eat it. Stand outside White Castle and beg. Absolutely, you can do that. Anybody want I to let me try this? <laughs> my Please. wife won't let me. <laughs> Help me. You won't let me spend money on this. All right, that is it. That uh, that wraps up your random facts for the week, your weekly dose of Did You Know. And I just got one other thing before we head into the Braveheart review. It is graduation season. Yes. Did your class do a senior prank? I don't think so. Not that I remember. So if they did, must have been terrible. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I do not remember doing a senior prank with my class either. I know there was one talked about. I may have just not shown up and helped, which was probably beneficial. But I don't remember anything actually happening. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I would if we had done a senior prank. But like you said, maybe it was just bad. Yeah. And that's so, all I can think that maybe there was a small one and it just, nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody even noticed. Yeah. Oh, I guess that was supposed to fall. I don't know. Mm. So uh, don't remember senior pranks, either one of us. I would love to hear some senior pranks if anybody ever uh, executed those. Yeah. I'm definitely here but for those stories. Over the last weekend, a couple of kids got in trouble in North Carolina here in uh, in Burlington, North Carolina for a senior prank. Okay. I don't know why you would like this isn't really a prank it's just straight vandalism they put cement in the toilets <laughs> the toilets and urinals uh burlington north carolina got into their broke into their school at night so there you go you got those charges coming as well filled the toilets and urinals with cement the school says the prank cost them four grand at least four grand in damage and the kids could also end up facing some charges too well i can see them getting in trouble for that one because again that that crosses the line. It's not a prank anymore. Now, I wouldn't hit them with the breaking and entering into the school. I mean... No? No, I don't think it's that big of a deal if all you're doing is breaking into the school to pull a prank, you know? Like, if you're not rummaging through personal records, which you probably aren't because you're not getting on computers anymore and personal information isn't all paper crap anymore, right. so you don't really have to worry files. about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wouldn't really hurt, like, hit them for that, breaking it in the school to pull a prank. But putting cement in a toilet is not a prank. That is vandalism. It that is. is crossing a line. Throw some goldfish in there or something, you know, like, <laughs> but for real. Like, that's a prank. That's funny. You goldfish can scoop in them all the out. toilets? I like that. You can scoop them out. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt, you know, worst case scenario. Dead goldfish. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not the end of the world. And the kids, you know, bought goldfish or, you know, stole the goldfish or whatever. It's it's not the end of the world. But cement, like, that is, that's going to cause damage. Someone did not think this through. I mean, you know, it probably didn't get past the, the like, you know, sneaky part of the trap. It, it probably matter. didn't get past the trap. So hopefully it's not. But what if it did? You know, what if it got into the system and started hardening up the pipes all throughout the school? Then now you're looking at some craziness. And, you know, it just not thinking this through 
at all. What's with, you the, know? What's with the toilet? Why are you going to be in the bathroom? You can't come home with something else? I don't know. I mean, like, and if you are going to go after the toilets, glue the lids down or something. I, even that is going to cause some damage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And I get if you cause a little bit of damage on like an accident kind of thing or it was just a casualty of the situation. Right. If it's something small. But cement in toilets is not small. Cement, first of all. Cement. That's where you should have stopped when you realize. Hmm. Not a good idea. Cement. Heavy, permanent. Mm, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. How would one. they get this out? Kids, of course, you know? Yeah. But again, I, I, I'm all here for senior pranks. Absolutely. I think it's a part of being a kid that you should have the ability to, to do the kind of goofy stuff. Some fun stuff. Um, What is it when they like put a whole bunch of forks in the, you know, football field and oh, all of yeah. that kind of stuff. That's, I mean, and that stuff takes some time, some dedication, yeah. some coordination and effort and things like that. So, you know, you celebrate the good ones so that the kids know what a good prank is. Oh, right. And then, you know, you, you got to punish the bad ones and stuff like that. But when there are some good ones, it's like, hey, here's Do the idea. That. You know, disassemble the teacher's Nobody car and put it back hurt. together on the roof. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. Absolutely. I would. That would be phenomenal. It would. You know? It? And yes, you're going to have to... Put it back. The shop you know? kids built a crane all semester long. Couldn't figure out why. Yeah. <laughs> Senior prank. Um, but, you know, there there's options. And I think, again, a good senior prank, it's it's great. It's great for stories and all that. It's when you take it too far or just don't think it through. Like, come on. Yeah. Ruining it for the rest of us. So we do have a good example of a senior prank that, uh, that went over pretty well over the weekend as well. This one is in Fort Meade, Maryland. Uh, it's near Baltimore. So some kids there listed their high school on Zillow. Oh, perfect. Zillow, yeah. the uh, real estate website, yeah. right? So they listed their high school on Zillow for $42,069. Okay. They combined for oh, dollars and get 69 it. Yes, yes. But uh, just because kids. Yes. Uh, $42,069. They described it as a 12,458 square foot, quote unquote, half working jail. Half working <laughs> wow. jail. Uh, jail in all caps, by the way. With... 20 bedrooms and 15 bathrooms. Quote, all 15 bathrooms come with sewage issues, and there's a nice spacious kitchen with dining room with a private basketball court. Nice. Right? Uh, the school played along because, again, they're not ruining anything. Nobody's any getting damage. hurt here. Yeah, and it was clever and all that. Uh, they joked that the property's value was vastly underestimated and that it wouldn't be on the market long. That's right. <laughs> That's good. Zillow eventually pulled the listing down because it was, you know, it's a fake listing and they yeah. can't have that happening and all that stuff. But there's an example of a good senior prank. I like that one. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I remember, not a senior prank, but a, a personal prank. I remember uh, one of my friends listed another friend's car for sale on Craigslist. And, Perfect. And like had the ad go live on his birthday or something along those lines. So he got calls all day long. That's like, I'm not funny. selling my car. Cut it out. Yeah. So there you go. Good. You pranks. think somebody's calling you to wish you happy birthday, and it's like, yeah, I'm interested in the car. The hell out of here. <laughs> I need that. I uh, uh, do. We change the topic for the week to ah uh, yes to pranks. Yeah. Right, so we're gonna do that. Your homework for next week. We'll get to uh, the answers right now. But uh, the new homework for next week is uh, what was your senior prank if you had one. 
or yeah. best ones you've ever heard of too. Yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll just take the senior prank stories, but you know, ones that you were actually around for and knew the people who did. Yes, not. I heard from a friend of a friend of a friend who has a cousin who went to a school in Florida where yeah. they did this. I read in the Weekly World News that this yeah. happened or something like that. Give us ones that you know, if you know any, that'll be really cool. Uh, this week, though. We were talking about summer because <laughs> Naomi and I were all amped up for Memorial Day weekend. That, the unofficial kickoff of summer, which was a uh, lie. Turned out to be a nice cloudy weekend for us, Yeah, like we just told you. But uh, what are your favorite summer vacation memories? It's a good one. Yeah. We like story time, you know? Yeah, definitely. So Ralph says, very simple, eating a sandwich after swimming at the lake. Get us a pretty solid summer vacation memory. All I can think about is the times that we pack lunch and go down to the beach, and then it's like, you know, you get all hot in the sun, and then you go swim in the water and cool off, and then, like, as you're drying, you're kind of like, I don't know, you have that, like, water has dried on your skin feeling, yeah. and you're just, you know, cracking into a bag of chips and eating a sandwich and all that, and it's just it's just a good feeling. It is. You know? It really, really, really is. Uh Snowman says swimming and eating watermelon, specifically watermelon, afterwards. He grew up in Phoenix, so they would do, you know, the whole, they would wait until, what, 4 o'clock, I believe, in Phoenix. You have to wait in, the, in like, the dead of summer, because otherwise you'll just cook right in the water. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, swimming and eating watermelon after being in the pool. Naomi doesn't like watermelon. Yeah, not a fan, so but that's a, all right. I'll eat a cucumber or something instead. I don't care. <laughs> Just eating after swimming. There's just something nice about it. Cucumber. I was going for like the same kind of consistency and vegetables and fruit. It made sense to me. All right. All right. Moving right Somebody out there is going to be like, no, no, I see where she was going. It's cool. Everybody else is like, no. The hell? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Watermelon's blander, smaller cousin. No. The cucumber. No. Juan says hanging out with family members during... Simpler times and simpler places. Yeah. For Don't sure. we all want to go back to that? For sure. And uh, Dallas says, deep sea fishing with his son and Metallica in Galveston. Nice. Now, he shared a picture of the uh, the big old cargo ship that they passed that was named Metallica. That's awesome. That is pretty metal. It is. Very metal. If anything was going to be metal. Yeah. That is pretty metal. So, great answers, Dallas. Some good good summertime memories you know i always just remember the being outdoors the uh what do they call that the twilight hours yeah that time of day Mm -hmm. and then at that time of day gets later and later throughout the summer those are some of my favorite summer vacation memories for sure that or like where you just are outside all day and you finally like come inside and you know you're like oh i feel like i haven't been home in forever you know because you've been outside you know, since 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., just running around and doing nothing important. Most definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Times. Love this. I need a summer like that. Like, how do I get paid to do nothing and just, you know, run around like a kid and play outside all day and not have responsibilities? That's a, that's a good question. At this point, I think you would have to save up and quit your job. that's not happening all right it's extra hard too that's like a double whammy there it is saving up and the quitting of the job yeah triple whammy because then you got to find another job yeah because that money ain't gonna last very long y'all mind if i take three months off i'll be back yeah just i need summer break off you know 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to go over real well. Just June, July, and August. That's it. That's that's all. Yeah. Simple. I'm not asking that much. <laughs> you don't even have to pay me. Like, I will save up for that time. There you go. Next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all got any more of them vacation days? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, good answers. And for next week, senior pranks. Got to know about time. them. time. Yeah. Want to know about the senior pranks. What do you got? The best ones that you've seen pulled off of the the one that you did for your class, you know, classes around you, let us know. Really excited to hear those. I want to hear some good ones like the Zillow one. Yeah. And honestly, if you got some bad ones, we'll like hear the them too. Cement in the toilet yeah. one. Yeah. We definitely yeah. still want to hear them. Come with them. It'll be fun. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, to some senior pranks next week. That'll be uh, that'll be a good one. And that's about it. That's like the fastest we've done the beginning section of all this it is it really is section uh, i don't like calling it that section yeah that was segment? horrible we, yeah can, let's can we go still call it a segment we'll call it a segment uh, the a block how about that if you're if we were going to go tv it'd be the a block mm, stick with segment just stick with segment yeah, all right yeah. so uh that's it for the first segment of the show one of the quickest run-throughs of that ever but again we have a nice long review coming up so here we go naomi's under a rock review of Braveheart. That's right. And uh, I I think I stopped within the first 20 minutes, half hour, 40 minutes of trying to do the Scottish accents. Kept sitting there and going, ay, 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 ay. Kept saying ay for everything. I just kept, I couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop. Yeah. But, you know, eventually you get into the Braveheart. So this is the first time I've watched all of Braveheart in one sitting in Probably more than a decade anyway. Yeah. It's been quite a while. So I forgot. It's a long movie. I forgot a, a little bit of the story here and there and just how much Mel Gibson loves Mel Gibson too. Dude, so for real. That's uh, I'm looking forward to this review. So I, I will get out of the way. You could take it over. Uh, Naomi's Under a Rock review of Braveheart. Okay, so a few notes before we even get into the notes about the movie. All right. First off, I was in a very sarcastic mood yesterday, so my notes are sarcastic. Oh, here we go. The bad thing is... Somebody's getting hollered at. I am not sarcastic today. So I'm basically reading sarcastic notes, and I don't... (laughs) It's going to be interesting. All right. Um, Second of all, I loved Mel Gibson for, like, the longest time. Watched all his movies all the time and, you know, whatever. Have not seen this one until yesterday. Um, and then just felt bad about always liking Mel Gibson so much. <laughs> like, I was like... What Mel Gibson movies were you watching? Oh, I don't know. Um, Conspiracy Theory was a big one. Yikes. I loved him in that movie. I would watch that over and over and over again. I really did. Conspiracy? Isn't... No, I'm thinking... I'm thinking different. All right. Continue. I'll just hijack It's a great this. movie. It's a great movie. Um, still is, you know, but... Um, Luke, I think, put it best as Mel Gibson really loves Mel Gibson, doesn't he? Oh, my God, he yeah. does. Absolutely. And it's, when you think about that and you watch the movie, it, it does take a little bit away. Um, but that's okay. All right, so Braveheart. Jumping right in, uh, we've got some farmers, I believe, that are apparently going to fight in a war. Um, or against an English king that wanted to take over Scotland. A lord, maybe? Maybe. Something like that? I don't know. Um, you kind of jump into the middle of everything that's going on. 
Um, so all I know at this point is there's an entire family. They've been hung in the rafters of their home oh, or okay. their village's home and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now a bunch of people are going off to war because of this. So some of the men leave, and then this child stays behind to watch over the home and all that. And then the men return, and the dad of the kid isn't with them. So we all know what happened there. He obviously died. Um, so the kid is going to go live with his uncle. They basically just, you know, giving us William Wallace's childhood story wrapped up real quickly. Yeah. Quick, you know. Quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> quick enough for this movie. Yes, absolutely. I feel like we were with his childhood for a little bit longer than was necessary. Yeah. Just a little bit longer. Um, there were some weird things, like the, you know, little girl giving him a flower was kind of weird at his dad's funeral. I mean, I get it because she comes back into the story later and all of that kind of stuff, but it's like, it's a little boy. He don't want a flower. Like, this just... Just weird. Just weird. You know, these kids don't even say two words to each other. They barely talk. They're just looking at each other. Here, let me pick this flower and hand it to you. She felt bad for him because his dad had died. Yeah, I know. It was just, it was kind of weird to me. You know that the family in the hut was the Scottish nobles that the king had double-crossed. No, I had no idea. Um, I know it comes back later and they like explain a little bit more about it. Um, But at that point I was just like... To the past. <laughs> it's happened already. I ain't worried about Moving it. right along. Yeah. I, I just, I get when they, like, have something happen and then they, you know, bring context back to what had happened. But, like, it didn't really change much of the story. No. You know. Um, all right. So, the kid, his dad dies. All that. He goes to live with his uncle. And that kid is William Wallace. He becomes, you know, the main character of this story, of course, all that. He's back in town. It's been a couple years. I put he's Mel Gibson's age because, <laughs> again, I apologize. I was very sarcastic he yesterday. He rides back into town Mel Gibson's age. I like that. Well, because he rides back in like he's supposed to be, like, What do you we know, think? I don't know, like 18 or 20 or 25, maybe. That is the window of time that I figured he had been gone from, you know, when he was nine years old or whatever he was. That's how stories go. You leave as a kid, you come back as a fresh, young adult. Of course. Of course. Young adult. Not 40. Not 40. Um, So, and like, and that... That did cause some issues, because, like, you see him trying to play, like, a younger, like, playful, young adult kind of person. You know, especially when he's in love, you know, again, he's back in town and, you know, has a little crush and all that kind of stuff. And he's trying to be that, you know, 20-year-old that's got a crush. He he wants to frolic. He wants to frolic. (laughs) And he's 40. And she's like 16. Like, it's just weird. It, it, she's supposed to be young, but she looks old too. So, it's, you know, like. I don't think she looked that old. So, you know, just saying. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> he's back. He's Mel Gibson's age. Comes back. He sees his old buddy. There's like a big celebration going on. And then we uh, find out that Prima Nocta yeah. has been issued across the lands. Um, at this point, I'm more mad that I know what this is because of the office compared to anything else. Yeah. Um, when Michael Scott 
declares, declares that yes. and does not realize what it means. And then Jim <laughs> kind of explains it and he's all like, well, that's, you know, not what I meant. Uh, yeah. So he, he shows back up in his hometown and there's the wedding going on. Yes. And Prima Nocta has been issued. So, of course, you know, all these people that are, you know, getting married and, and all of this, all these noblemen are so they're called, uh, are going to sleep with the women on their wedding day to, you know, bless the union or whatever BS they want to call it, you know. Obviously, this is going to create more tension everywhere. They've been fighting, going off to wars on and off probably for the whole time Mel Gibson has been gone. Sorry, that's William what Wallace. They, that's what they, uh, they had that scene right before where they were, I think in the king's chamber, sir, he was talking about, let's do that. That'll make everybody, that'll make the noble people want to be in Scotland. Yes. And then that'll make the Scottish hate us enough to, I don't know. Well, that, and then it will basically, like, drive them out because, you know, you won't have your own Oh, that's right. Kin yeah, he was there like, anymore. We're gonna, yeah, he said it, we're we'll, going to end. We'll breed them right out. Exactly. Yes, that's what he said. Um, so that was the plan. Um, all right. So William visits the girl that gave him the flower at his dad's funeral. They go for, like, a horseback ride. They hang out. They catch up, you know. Of course, it's going to be the main love interest and all that. Um, but they can't get married because of the prima nocta, maybe. Or maybe it's because he's a warrior well, that's or why. soldier or something like that. They're just, it's not going to happen. They're they are not going to get married. At least this is, you know, my guess of the situation. Um, all right. So right after I thought that, he mentions he wants to live in peace. Like he wants to be a farmer and have kids and, you know, have land and all of that kind of stuff. So at that point, I realized, okay, he's not a warrior or soldier. Uh, maybe he'll end up being one at some point because I know he fights at some point in this movie. I've seen the the front of the VHS cover. <laughs> like, I know some of the scenes. I know, I know what's going to happen. I know he has happen. a damn sword. Uh, that's right, you know. Um, <laughs> my notes actually say, I know the movie. I know he's going to paint his face. Because <laughs> um, we've all seen that, whether you've seen the movie or not. All right, so he's been hanging out with this girl. They're all flirty. Um, at this point, I have to say that the writing was pretty clever. I did enjoy that. The witty, like, one-liner things back and forth um, when, you know, Wallace is, is flirting with the girl that we found out her name, and then I forgot Murrin. it. What is it? I believe it's Murrin. Murrin. Yeah, I knew it was something weird. I was going to write it down, and I'm like, no, she's just the girl. Um Anyway, so, like, when they're, like, flirty and, like, hanging out and stuff, it's actually really cute. Again, the writing is pretty good for that part where it's just, I don't know. I was, like, smiling and chuckling a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's all right. They got you. They got me. They got me. Um, so, at this point, uh, apparently a secret marriage is going to happen. Makes sense to keep it secret because of everything going on. I wasn't sure if they were going to end up getting married or what was going to happen there. Um... Of course, this kind of moves right along where they get married. You know, the next scene, it's daylight. They're hanging out, like, in town and everything. The town. Farmland. <laughs> Downtown. <There's> no... <laughs> they're they're <laughs> so at the malt that, shop. I was going to say the haystack, but, you know, same thing. Um, so they're being all flirty with each other. And, of course, one of the king's noblemen sees this. Sees that there's something going on between them. He ends up, like, attacking the girl and starts licking her face. Like, I just got done bragging about the writing of the clever, 
you know, witty talks and all this. <laughs> now I'm mad at the writers because why is this guy licking this girl's face? Like, I, I get it. He's going to try to, you know, prima nocta, all this kind of stuff here. Oh, he's just trying to rape her. That's all that's going yeah, on. Yeah, I just didn't want to use that terminology. He's just one of the guards or one of the one of the men. He's a soldier. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't, just a dirty-ass soldier. In the end, doesn't matter. This guy is going to do something very inappropriate, and he's licking her face, which is gross. It's all rapey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she bites his face. So, like, that was badass. Um, uh, and her and Wallace try to escape. Uh, she ends up getting caught, and they kill her. They tie her up, and they slit her throat because she had attacked whatever he is. Yeah, because she, she dirty, fought back. Yeah, dirty guard or whatever. Um, did not see that happening. So I was wondering how surprised you were about her dying that early in the movie. Yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I never thought about her. Like, you know what was going to happen. I didn't know if like he was going to go off to war and come back to her. I I did not know, so I did not expect her to to die right there. So that was pretty fast. And they just got married. You know what the heck? Yeah. Um, did not see that coming. Um. So. Uh, I, of course, again, saw the, like, prima nocta stuff happening as soon as they got the secret, even before they had the secret secret marriage ceremony and all that kind of you stuff. You knew there was some concern yeah, in she, that area. Something's going to happen. Yeah, Something about yeah. to go down. Yeah. Um, so this, I figure, is where Wallace is going to get his fire. I mean, he doesn't have anything else to live for anymore. You know, he wanted to start a family with this girl, be a peaceful farmer, so... That's gone right out the window. Yeah, how so. do you not now? And of course it did. Wallace has now started a rebellion and is killing these guards. Guards. Noble. There wasn't soldiers. even the noblemen. It was soldiers, all that kind of stuff. Whatever. He's killing a bunch of people that the king is friends with. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter who they are. They're dying. Okay? The king's homies. <laughs> That's right. So, or, yeah, guards, no. then noblemen, then the king. Okay, yeah, right? whatever. The, the noblemen are the lords. Oh, yeah, 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 and they got land and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah sure. Dig okay. it? All right. Yeah, I got it. Um, so now... <laughs> all the king's friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I have in my notes, more noblemen are coming, so now I'm just going to say more of the king's friends are heading around Scotland. His crew. <laughs> king's crew. Uh, <laughs> they're burning villages, all that. Um, war has you know, officially broken out or has restarted or whatever. What? I can't, I can't get up. <laughs> King's friends are burning villages. His armies? His soldiers? <laughs> yes. All of those things are, you know, synonyms. Oh, fantastic. Fine. All right. Um, so then we meet Stephen, the crazy Irishman that wants to kill the English. The- best part of the whole movie uh, he seems a little psycho but at this point i think i'm gonna like him and i do um all right so we've got wallace riding up uh what is he oh yeah he's he's riding up scottish army everybody around this is when he's got the first blue paint on his face um and then he has this monologue they can never take our freedom and, you know, getting everybody all riled up, all that. And now we're going to have an epic battle with the Scottish and the English soldiers. Friends? <laughs> the super friends? <laughs> Listen, my notes say noblemen. I'm sorry that I didn't know the difference between the soldiers and the noblemen and the armies and the friends and all that. 
Well, it, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> um, because there are... Kick there a touchdown. Are, listen, <laughs> there are noblemen there because Wallace rides down to meet those guys and hear about the king's terms. Because there are some noblemen there. Officers. You know? Yeah, whatever. They're noble. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Sure. It's fine. I, fo- I follow your logic. Yes, thank you. Um, so... He rides down there to hear the terms, and he's just basically sarcastic and doesn't care. And, like, at one point he's telling him that, like, the general has to put his head between his knees and kiss his own butt and all of that. And that's the Scottish terms and and all. It's just, you know, he's not looking for peace or anything. And, of course, he doesn't want to be bought out. Like, I don't care if you're going to give me, you know, all these estates and land and all that. It doesn't mean anything. We want to be free. Um... So, of course, they're going to have to fight it out. Um, a lot of blood and gore uh, in that, that first big fighting scene. Not when they're just, you know, burning the the smaller little camps. Yeah. Like, this is a blood and gore oh, scene. full out for that one. And that, yeah. that's where, again, you know, Mel loves Mel. Because when you, if you go back and watch Braveheart again, notice all the violence is like, okay... So, um, you know, theatrical violence, theatrical violence, then Mel Gibson's violence, which is just yes. cranked up to 10. Yes. Then you go back to the other people and it's just like, you know, mild strikes and hits like that and slices and whatnot. And then back to Mel and he's hammering a dude's head where he's. They and blood like goes everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. A lot of blood and gore for 1995, too, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of gross. Um, at that point in my notes, I put, it's kind of gross. And then a few lines down, I go, no, it's, pretty, it's gross. pretty gross. It's making Game of Thrones look not that bad. You think so? There were some scenes, especially like hammers in the head. and A lot of head um, hammering. Yeah. You know, and I don't know why, but that makes me just so much more uncomfortable. Well, I guess any, you know, hammering somebody is just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's let's uncouth. be honest. Yeah. It's you so know. uncouth. It's one thing just, you know, <laughs> chopping them and letting them be. But, oh, gosh, no, just no. All right, moving right. right along. Did we get out of that scene yet? Um, yes, yes. So at this point, Scotland has decided that it's going to invade England to fight for their freedom ah, instead okay. of just fighting on their own territory there. Uh, so they invade another town and basically burn the fort, take it over, this whatever. This Yes. Um, and then Wallace sent the head of the guy that was running the fort, the nobleman. Oh, my God. The Lord? Of the, the Lord of York. The Lord, and, and it's a city, right? Yeah. And then the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So it's not just a fort, which I would well, envision I mean, a smaller Okay. And well, now we're I, splitting I look, hairs, yeah, but. yeah. I look at it as the same. He took over the land, okay? Killed it's another cool. king's friend. <laughs> king's cousin, by the way. They <laughs> mentioned that later. Um, so they send the head to the king. Um, so the king realizes that he's got to send someone to basically offer a truce, do something. Somebody's got to talk to this Wallace guy. Um, but, of course, he can't go himself because he can't die. He's not going to do that he's terrified that wallace will just kill him yeah and he can't send his son because um he just can't send his son yeah his son is a little (laughs) bit softer um so not a good idea so at this point i think he's uh gonna send the woman that married his son 
the princess. At the time, I didn't know she considered the queen. The princess doesn't matter. She's Again, uh, the she is a princess. Princess of Wales, but she's the yes. daughter of the King of France. Yes. Um, so yes, they do end up sending the princess, um, but she doesn't even like her husband. So this doesn't seem like the smartest choice. And I think it's pretty obvious that she doesn't like her husband. But you know, whatever. Um, so the king has them set up, kinda. So he wasn't going to allow a truce. And while the princess was meeting with Wallace, he was getting his Welsh and Irish friends. I did put friends um, <laughs> to sail and Not attack. Not troops at all. Just, you know. Friends. Buddies. <laughs> pals. Cronies. <laughs> Why? It makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. Just got the wrong terminology here. Anyways. They're going like to. The Jets and the Sharks. Are... <laughs> Just go get your gang. Anyway, so um, they're going to all attack the Scottish from behind. You know, like Scotland, their their army is, is heading into England to fight for their freedom. So they're going to come from the backside and get them. Um, but I think the princess's friend or even the princess, um, she wrote a letter to Wallace telling them about what's about to happen. At least I believe that's what the letter said, you know. Yeah, her handmaiden delivered it. Yeah. Um, so Wallace knows what's going on, and he's trying to get some allies together to basically join in the fight. Um, so again, another time to, to fight it all out. Uh, the Irish seem to be with the Englishmen, but at the last second, they like throw down their weapons and join the Scottish. So that's that big fight scene you know and it's just like oh man they are super outnumbered yeah this is gonna be bad and you know again you've got the irish and the scottish just running towards each other you know swords out spears all this kind of stuff and again at the last second just throw it down and like, hey buddy what's up it's nice seeing you <laughs> it's again it's such a great scene it really like, is oh, i did yeah, enjoy that's that awesome yeah um but even as this is happening, some of the Scottish leave. Um, apparently, they were bought out by the king with estates and other countries and, and all that crap. Um, kind of a bummer at this point because I didn't see that coming. You know, I was like, yeah, right. rooting for the yeah. underdog. Things are going well. Sure, you're going to have, um, you know, some backtracks along the way and all of this kind of stuff. But I really didn't see this happening. Um, but, you know, everyone can be Bought. Everyone's, Everyone's got, got a price. price. That's yeah. right. Um, and his friend, Robert Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. What a weird name. But uh, anyways, Robert the Bruce, uh, he sold out. He took the king's side. Um, so Wallace, you know, everybody's fighting all that kind of stuff. What is it? The um, Is it the king ends up leaving or was the king even there Yes. at that point? The king was there. Yeah, and the king was leaving. And they said, protect the king as Wallace is riding up on a horse. So one of the soldiers that is around him stops um, and it basically becomes a jousting match between Wallace and the soldier. Um, And it's not just the soldier, it's Robert the Bruce. Spoiler alert, it's the Bruce. Yeah. at this point, it's horrible. Like, Wallace is, you know, upset, of course. He just got stabbed in the back, basically. Um, this point, should have killed his friend. Like, Yeah, he's devastated. Wallace is devastated yeah. at that point. It's a huge, huge turning point. But should have stabbed his friend. Just, he, he has 
he has betrayed you. There is no going back from that. Get rid of that guy. Um, right then and there. Should have just got rid of him. Uh, I don't think I have ever cheered for someone to kill someone else like I did in that <laughs> scene. And I was so mad was, that it did not happen. She was bloodthirsty when that was She's like, just stab him in the face. And, well, like, you know, just seriously, at the TV. though. Like, this... This, no, just no. Unleashed. No. Um, so at this point, they're all doomed, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so point, they're all doomed. Everybody, both sides. It's a hell of a job foreshadowing. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Wallace is coming for his revenge. We know that. Um, he's killing a bunch of the people who sold out, um, which is great. The Rides right into the one dude's bedroom. Yep. With his horse and everything. Maces him in the face. Oh, that was so disgusting. That was, that was, yeah, that was hammer to the face. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Awful. Another hammer scene. Yeah. Um, So he's got to kill Robert the Bruce, too. Like, this just has to happen. Even if he's had a change of heart and they show, you know, Robert the Bruce talking with his dad and all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, yes, he's had a change of heart. He... He made the bad choice, you know. He's here for for Scotland now and all of this. But I'm sorry, but it's too late. Um, but no, no, Wallace doesn't go to kill him. Um, so they send the princess to talk to Wallace, uh, which is going to be an ambush. Um, at this point, I say, I hope he sees it coming because... Come on. How yeah. could you not see right. that they're setting you up? I was a little worried, though. I'm like... What if somehow he does fall for it? Uh, luckily, he didn't. She warned him that it was a trap um, and all of that. And at that point, that's when they get all, like, friendly, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So Somewhere around They there. end up together yes, that's, for yeah, the yeah, night. Yeah, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's right, around around, right around that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Prima nocta. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, after that... Um, after she warned him it was a trap, they met, all of that. He goes to meet with Robert the Bruce. And at this point, like, don't meet with this guy unless you're going to kill him. You know, like, I get that you need all the help that you can get. You don't need his help. He's given him another chance. He's forgiven him, sort of. Which was terrible because, yeah, it was a trap. Um, so Wallace is captured. Um Robert says, you know, he didn't know it was going to happen. It was his father's call, all of that. Still don't think Wallace should have gone alone. That was really stupid. You know, even if you want to hear him out and all that, you should have brought some friends with you. I really never go alone. Just Why? no matter what it is, don't Why go alone. Why would you, you know? Um, so I, at that point, I'm a little mad at, at Wallace. That was a dumb choice. Now you're chained up and, you know, now you're doomed. Um, so that's exactly what happens. Wallace is chained up. Um, they basically tell him he's got to beg for his forgiveness and say he follows the king or whatever. And he'll get a quick death and all that. And he refuses. So they, like, lock him in the dungeon, all that. Um, at this point, I believe, is when um, the princess... So the king is on his deathbed. He's, like, can't speak anymore. All that, He's just making the nastiest noises that guy deserved an actor or an oscar for that because that was disgusting (laughs) um and the princess basically is telling him like hey i have a baby in my belly and it is wallace's it's wallace's yeah it is your bloodline is ending basically which is some awesome stuff to say on like a terrible person's deathbed Yeah, yeah yeah so like 
that was probably one of my favorite that was parts. Cold because as it hell. Was, it was awesome. Yeah. But she, like, she earned every moment of that. Um, all right. So, anyways, that's all going on. They're telling, you know, well, it's just beg for forgiveness and you'll have a quick death. You know, and of course he doesn't want to do that. So well, the they, next day. They put him on trial. And that's when yeah. they said, if you, you know, swear fealty to the king and all of that stuff. Yeah. He says, I have never in my whole life uh, said that this guy is Rules my king. Rules me. Rules yeah. me and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good scene. And then they're like, well, you're going to have to or you're going to die. Yeah. Well, you're going to die either way. Pretty much. But, you know, you can die quick and with less pain if you, you know, again say that the king is your king and all of that so the next day they take him out and basically torture him in front of everyone basically saying just yell for for mercy beg for mercy and all that and we'll just end it now we'll still kill you but we'll end it now and you know that'll be the end of it this whole time all i'm thinking about and i know this is in like every single movie that's like this it's in old westerns and all that where like the townspeople come to watch someone just get beaten and murdered and all of that why was that ever a thing or why like jet people are gruesome creatures they are disgusting the roman coliseum all of that stuff listen if we we still did like hanging and all of that kind of stuff the lethal injections and all that. I see no reason why anybody wants to be there watching that happen. Yeah, I agree. I get if you need like a witness or whatever, but I. And Morbid curiosity is a thing. It's horrible. There's a whole name for it and everything. But the whole thing when they're like wheeling out Wallace and people are throwing fruits and vegetables and stuff at him. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Like, this is your entertainment? You're wasting your, your food? Like. You're all poor. Y'all don't look very well off. Yeah. Why, yeah. why are you throwing your, your week's worth of lettuce at him? Yeah. At somebody who is, what, you're mocking them and then they're going to die? Like, and this is your entertainment. I don't mean to get so hung up on something, but I it, just, I don't understand. Morbid creatures we are. I guess. Anyway, so everybody's watching this happen as they're basically torturing him and hanging him by his neck, stretching him out from his neck to his feet and... Just all this weird stuff. Um, and again, they're telling just beg for or yell for mercy, you know, and the crowd's chanting mercy, 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 all that. And then he's trying to say something, finally gets it out and is able to yell freedom, which was pretty cool. You know, <laughs> it, it was good. Absolutely. Um, then you see, you know, all right, well, he's going to have to die now. And he sees his his wife in the crowd kind of thing you know it's his time to go and of course they kill him um and that's where i left off my notes i didn't finish up the story with you know um robert the bruce actually trying to go and do the right thing you know and fight for scotland all that the movie ended when mel gibson died you Pretty know, much. That was the end of the movie. They tried to wrap it up after that, but they didn't need to. Just ended on freedom. Chop. Done. Okay. That's it. So that's what you got. That's what I got. Now, how much of this do you know is based on real stuff? Um, They didn't say that in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I didn't see that based on a true story uh, come sliding by. William Wallace is... Is William Wallace a real person? 
Yeah. Really? Right. Um, I, I, I apologize get, for my sarcastic attitude. I will get corrected if I'm wrong. I know it I was more against Mel Gibson. Also, though. I, I want to know before we even go any farther, uh, our resident Englishman, Brian, what, you know, what do you know of, of William Wallace and the whole yeah. story? So here's the thing. Mel Gibson loves Mel Gibson. Yes. Okay. William Wallace, as far as I know, was real, uh, as was Robert the Bruce, who I believe is an actual Scottish hero. And, and I, again, could be getting this wrong. I'm sure Snowman would be the first one to correct me. But he me. betrayed but, Wallace. But this, again, was was a Mel Gibson joint. So uh, mm-hmm. very, very historically inaccurate for a lot of things. Right, okay. right down to the fact that kilts weren't even worn by the Scottish for another thousand years. Or hmm. 500 or something like that. Okay. But there's a ton of like historical inaccuracies that are pretty rough. Including the fact that they pretty much slandered the hell out of Robert the Bruce. If I've read everything post-Braveheart correctly, that's what I know. Okay. So there's some stuff about that where the whole... Because he, he's just not, you know... Well, that it is all my fits taking. the mold of a movie way too well for him to be that ruthless and then have the leper father and, you know... Anyway, that's my take from the movie, right, right, not right. the actual historical <laughs> facts that I'm just finding out. Naomi's were hedging her real. bets against ghosts. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't, don't come on me, William Wallace. <laughs> no, God, no! Oh my gosh! But you know, William Wallace is 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 a legendary figure. Okay. And all of that, which they alluded to in the movie with the whole um, uh, when the handmaidens telling the queen about how he yeah, just and the, plowed through people and then the whole shooting fire out of his ass and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bolts out of his eyes and and all of that. So he he was a super legend and whatnot. So I was I was wondering if you knew any of the of the uh, actual history no. that, it's, that it's based on. No idea. So thought it, is, it was just a story. It is based in you know the English occupation of every country in the world i was gonna say everywhere except for england but i guess kind of england too so uh definitely really really want to hear from brian if brian if you know anything about the history of all that and then tell us what you thought of braveheart brian loves braveheart really yes brian uh recommended that you watch it and watch Ah, it soon okay so brian definitely loves braveheart so oh you did mention um, that now that I uh, now that you uh, say that out loud, anybody again. who wants to to shoot us the actual, and I'm probably going to look it up before you even hear the podcast. But if you want to shoot us the actual, like you know, history or the I want some details whatever, next week. Also, a couple of things, just quick. There's a famous scene. I was looking for it, but I didn't pay attention to it the whole time. In one of the battle scenes, where there's like a real wide shot of the armies, you can yeah. see an SUV in the background. <laughs> Really? I we should have looked for that. I believe it's a van or that. an SUV or something like that. I did not notice. It may have been edited out, you know, over the years or something like that. Yeah. And then one thing, when we were watching the fight scenes, the battle scenes, Naomi's just a little bit uncomfortable. So I, I kind of eased that by saying, you know, watch the top right or left corner. Yeah. Watch the people who aren't in the movie but are extras. Yeah. And they're basically doing, you know. LARPing. Play fighting, yeah, live yeah. action role playing. They're they're play fighting and not even really well. They're just kind of moving around a little bit so that yeah, so that it looks like they're fighting in the background. It's pretty hilarious. I do apologize too, as you're saying that, and we're just like going back to the fighting scenes and all that. Like I must have skipped in my notes wherever I put the um, you know, when they the the famous butt scene. Oh yeah, where they know? moon everybody. Yeah. Yeah, they're flashing everybody, mooning everybody. That's the whole well, thing. See, I didn't know they flashed everyone before the butt scene. <laughs> I knew of the, the butt scene. I knew that I was going to see Scottish butt. Um, 
or you know actors pretending to be Scottish, but um, but I did not know of the handful that were going to um, front moon. <laughs> front moon. Yeah. Sun. Mm, I anyway, don't know. Yeah. 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 So that was a surprise. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to see that. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to see more than one. Again, kilts, not even a thing at that yep. point in human history yep. for the Scots anyway. So that's uh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, anyway, after all of that, we still have your, your review questions after every movie. If you uh, are just jumping in, if this is your first ever Luke and Naomi on air featuring Naomi's Under a Rock reviews, good on you. Yeah. What a, what an episode to start on. Yeah, not uh, bad. Every episode after Naomi's review, we like to ask her these questions. First of all, are you upset that they didn't say Braveheart in the movie Braveheart? You know, uh, we got done with the movie, and I'm like, did I miss it? You know, did they sneak it in there somewhere, and I just missed it? Um, no, I get, I did just, I guess it doesn't fit this movie if they were to say it. Yeah, yeah. that would probably be real real cheesy yeah. like real corny going oh gosh all right i mean i like it most of the time when they do that but not this one did you like braveheart i did i did like it did like it do you think it would have been better or worse if they had worked in braveheart into the into the i think dialogue? it would be worse you think it would have been worse yeah all right again i was very sarcastic yesterday when we watched this um a lot of um commentary coming from me and usually i try to keep quiet yeah. in the movies both of us honestly yeah there was a lot of sarcastic remarks so 1995 we're throwing it back to with braveheart yeah. too so there's anyway next question what did you know about braveheart before butts face painting um scottish okay <laughs> mel right. gibson I'll just rattle them right off what surprised you no 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 what were your thoughts going in so what do you know about it and what were you thinking as you're getting ready, sitting down to watch Braveheart for the first time in 2023. Um, I knew it was going to be a longer movie. So my biggest concern was please keep my attention the whole time. I figured um, I know that there was going to be a lot of fighting in the movie. So I was hoping that that would, you know, not drag on and, and all of that as well. Um, and that's about it. You know, I didn't really have a, a lot to go on for this. Mel Gibson's in it. There you go. I really wish I had your face on camera when I said, do you know that these are based on real people? Because that was that was a great face. Yeah. What surprised you about Braveheart? <laughs> that it was based on real people. <laughs> Just teed it right up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Um, not really. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I... I didn't have a lot of expectations, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, I was just there to sit and watch and enjoy a movie. So yeah, everybody um, said you got to watch Braveheart. So you're there to watch Braveheart. Right? Exactly. Okay. So. All right. Uh, this one has gotten more and more fun for me to ask as we've gone through the reviews. Would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger? And I want to put the age 14 or 15. Well, the idea that Mel Gibson was 40 in it um, probably wouldn't have distracted me so much at a younger age. I just wouldn't have been, you know, paying that much attention going, oh, well, he is a lot older than, like, everybody. Um, hey, Farmer, you know that 40-year-old guy is running off with your 25-year-old daughter, dude, right? for real. Like, what the heck? Anyway. Um, so you wouldn't have bumped into that as much? I don't think I'd bump into that as much. I... I don't think I would like, I don't think I'd like it as much. There was a lot of fighting and you had to pay it. 
you didn't have to really pay attention to the storyline, but you had to know what they were fighting about to, you know, get involved in it. And at 14 or 15, there is no way that I'm paying that much attention. Oh, people don't like each other. They're fighting. You know, I wouldn't get the, hey, they're fighting for their freedom. And this jerk is trying to buy out everybody with a state. There you go. You know, like that. No, I wouldn't understand. All right. So definitely not if you were 14 or 15. No. What was your favorite part? Uh, Don't you dare say the flashing. It, <laughs> it, that was not my favorite part. Um, hmm. I don't know. Again, I, I like a lot of the writing. I thought um, like the the witty one-liner kind of thing. Um, just the, the fun banter between characters was good. Um, and like I said, the, the princess at the end with the king on his deathbed and just like, guess what? <laughs> I have a baby, and it's not related to you, and your bloodline is going to die right here and right now. Bye-bye. Pretty solid favorite part to have. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was such a badass moment. Like, that's some girl power right there. Would you recommend it to someone else who has never seen Braveheart? Of course. Yeah, to see Braveheart. All right. This one's going to be an interesting answer. Uh Uh-oh. Would you watch it again? That is a tough question. I would say the whole thing, probably not. It's a long movie. Would you ideally want to watch it again? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Not gonna, but I would want to. Yeah. I mean, I did like the storyline well enough. And again, um, for how long of a movie it is and how many times I freaking paused it and all that, (laughs) like the storyline does keep moving well. Even the fight scenes, you know, some of them a little bit long, but not too bad. It wasn't like um, Terminator 2 that we watched, where it was um, some of the the action scenes that I felt were very drawn out. This, it was like, meh, they could start wrapping it up here, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, all right, I'm bored, just get to the next scene, you know. There wasn't any of that. So even for being a long movie... Um, but it is a long movie. So if I saw it starting on TV, I'd be like, oh, let's do something else because this is going to be a long one. Now, would you stop and watch it if you were flipping channels and it's in the middle? Probably, yeah, for a little while at least. Okay. Get the next chunk out and then go watch something else. Sure. And are you happy that you watched it? Of course. All right. Well, we are happy that you watched Braveheart. Thank you for your review of Braveheart. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for sitting through another Luke and Naomi's Naomi's Under a Rock review. It's a lot of fun doing these because it's just a lot of movies I have not seen in a while. And I get to watch them again. Yeah. And then watch you go. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> right? I had no clue. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Really looking forward to next week's episode. We're probably going to come back with some comedy, I think, at this point. True what Lies is I in thinking, the mix as uh... well. I don't know. I was thinking about something last night, and I was like, oh, I would probably want to watch that. But again, it's hard to tell until day of. Like, even yesterday watching this, like, I was ready for this. But like I said, I was sarcastic. Luckily, the notes actually didn't turn out as sarcastic as I thought. Like, some things I wrote and, like, deleted. I'm like, dude, like, calm down. Take it down a notch. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're just getting, like feisty over here now you're being feisty for feisty's sake yes exactly right. not for well, movie's sake you struck a perfect balance between being feisty 
when you were taking the notes and then not being feisty as you're reading them. So, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. well done. Well done. Uh, Filter. Good, good review of, yeah. of Braveheart. Yeah, Stay so we'll see what happens. Week. Yeah, next week. We'll see. Um, but like, uh, like I said, when I sat down for that, I was not expecting to feel that way while watching that movie, like to be sarcastic with it. So you never know. We might be feeling comedy and it goes, mm, no, I'm, I'm kind of in a whatever mood. I, I can't watch a comedy <laughs> right now. Ghostbusters was sad. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> that's horrible, but how you're feeling will have an impact Absolutely. on the movie. I mean, you know, if you go in in a, in a, in a rough mood to a comedy, and you're probably not going to enjoy the it's comedy. It's not going to be funny. You're going to be like, much. it's stupid, you know, compared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the first time I saw The Hangover, I was not in the mood to go see The Hangover. I hated that movie wow. for so long because wow. I did not want to see it the day I went and saw it. And I missed a chunk of it because I fell asleep in the movie theater because I was that exhausted. Wow. That exhausted. Somebody dragging you to see a comedy that you see. Just that'll always not. affect you. So And so I hated that movie. And when people were like, hey, you have to watch it. No, give it another chance. I'm like, get out of here. No, well, it was terrible. That and the fact that you've seen a lot of the best comedies, you know, is why we don't do so many comedies right. for the reviews. Right. You know, we've got a lot of action, a lot of drama, stuff like that coming up because that's the stuff that you have never seen watched. That yeah. everybody else has seen. Yeah. But uh, we do have Ghostbusters 2. That's right. That's, uh, you know, it's it's in there. It's, it's in, in the, the mix. It's, yeah. yeah, it's in the mix. Uh, True Lies is another one because it's just such a big movie from the 90s yeah. that you have to have, have to have seen. And I went to look for it like last month. And could not find it anywhere on streaming, and now it's on Peacock, and I think it's somewhere else too, which is just really funny. We've got those coming up. We're we're continuing to add to the list too. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll see what uh, what we review. It's time for your thought of the day. Thought of the day. Thought of the day. It's your thought of the day. Thought of the day. There is no logical way to prove you're not insane if you're wrongly locked up in an insane asylum. That's terrifying. Doesn't it remind you of Futurama? A little bit. Locked up in the robot insane asylum. That episode is like the worst cartoon episode of anything. (laughs) Just anxiety inducing. It really is. It freaks me out. And they try to put like CDs in his face and stuff. And it just, no, no. That's a that is a drink oil. That's one hell of a thought of the day. That's yikes. And now I'm depressed and paranoid. Right. Perfect. There you go. All right, Luke, then leave us with a laugh. Uh, All right. Let's see if we can't turn this around. Uh, If a child refuses to nap, they're technically resisting arrest. That's so stupid. I'm not even going to give you like a pity chuckle. (laughs) What do you call a small donkey with three legs? I don't know. A little wonky. (laughs) I got two more. No. I know a lot of jokes about retired people, but none of them work. Wow. No. No, that's terrible, too. I asked Siri for the time, and it said 7.53 a.m., and don't call me Shirley. I accidentally left it in airplane mode. That one's kind of (laughs) cute. That one's a little cute. That might be my favorite one of all time. I love it. You can have like a half. Airplane mode. Half a bonus point for that one. Heck yes. That's it, though. Don't let it, it go to your head. I am gonna, uh, I'm gonna isolate that audio of you saying that. I'm gonna play that every time. Just gonna drop it over if you don't like a joke. 
you're going to put that there. I'm just going to paste so it over there. So if you hear that ever again, it's not true. I'm saying just that remember now. remember what it sounded like because I'm going to use that over and over no. and over again. No. And all of a sudden, you'll hear a weird cut in the audio. Sound will be a little bit different. It'll be Naomi going, whatever the hell you just said. I don't know. I'm going to have to isolate it later. But that, it'll be there. I promise. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Naomi okay. liking one of the dad jokes. Yeah, one of them. Barely. I barely liked it. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's like hell is frozen over or something like that. It's, yeah. I'll take it. I love it. Again, the uh, the dad jokes book, the 100 greatest dad jokes of all time. Thank you to Brian in England for sending that over. Definitely appreciate him keeping us in dad jokes. That's yes. about it for episode 48. We kept the uh, first segment yeah. A little bit shorter and still wound up right about our average time because Braveheart's Braveheart. a long movie. Yeah. So thank you for sticking with us for 48 episodes of Luke and Naomi on air. Check us out next week. Yeah, not sure what movie we're going to be doing, but we've got a good idea of, of yeah. a couple we're going to try to work. we got a Batman uh, Batman Returns to get to as well, which yeah, is here for that. why you wanted to watch the OG Batmans too. Yeah. So that one's a possibility. Again, you can send us suggestions of what movies to watch on our Facebook page, Luke and Naomi on Air. That's where you can find everything. That's where you can leave your homework. Uh, what's the, no, what are, what are we doing? Uh, your senior, senior pranks. Senior parent pranks, I yeah. started reading off my sheet and forgot that I had changed we it. We changed it. And you probably can hear where we changed it. As we were talking, we both kind of looked at each other, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to hear where we decided to change it. So, uh, yeah, keep them senior pranks coming for the week. I'll try to get the post up as fast as I can. Been doing okay with that. We'll I'm, see. I'm happy, with, we'll see. I'm happy with my performance as of late, so time to not rest on the laurels. Yeah. But uh, episode 49 next week. Tell your friends, Luke and Naomi on air, everywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate all the support. We love you all to death. Until then, have some fun this week and be excellent to each other. Love, love you. Bye. bye.